What's going on, everyone? Welcome on into the Broncos Breakdown by Chat Sports. Matthew Peterson here talking about whether or not Denver should slash could slash would go out and sign one of these two former Pro Bowl players that are on the streets right now looking to play for a contending team. Zach Ertz, and then just today, a former four-time four Pro Bowl linebacker was released by the Carolina Panthers. But let's start with Zach Ertz. He was released by the Cardinals back on November 30th. It's almost been three weeks. I thought initially Denver might have some interest in Ertz because they really need help at tight end. He had missed the previous five games in Arizona before being released as a quad injury, had him on injured reserve. Second-year tight end on a Colorado State, Trey McBride, has been balling out in the desert. So it looked like it was a good time for both parties to go their separate ways. Now, my initial reaction was, oh, Zach Ertz released by the Cardinals? Yeah, he's going back to Philly where he played for so long. And the Eagles have an injury at tight end with Dallas Goddard on IR. However, Dallas Goddard had a remarkable recovery from his arm injury. He is already back on the playing field, so maybe the Eagles aren't going to pick up the phone and give Ertz a call. So might we see Denver reach out to him? Because you look at Denver's tight end room, Adam Trotman, I think, has been a solid tight end this year. Nothing more, nothing less, just solid. Greg Dulcich is completely unreliable. It's very unfortunate. It's a real bummer. You hate to see injuries really take out a player so early in their career. Now, he came back to practice last week, Greg Dulcich. However, he missed week 15 against the Detroit Lions with a foot injury. So not only has he been battling a hamstring injury throughout his entire NFL career, which has kept him off the field, by the way, for 19 games out of 31 possible throughout through uh, nearly two seasons so far. But now he's got a foot injury also keeping him on the sideline. So I have no faith, no trust, and no confidence that Greg Dulcich is going to return to the field this season. Sean Payton might say he does, but I mean, I'll believe when I see it. I'll put it that way. So now you're left with Adam Trotman and maybe Dulcich coming back. When you are sitting here at 7-7, seven and seven, in my eyes, having to win out to make the playoffs, and this offense is getting a bit stale, a bit dry. It needs a little sauce. And maybe they could get some help at the tight end position. It is desperation mode at 7-7. Seven and seven. If I'm Zach Ertz, Maybe I'm not looking to go sign with a team that's sitting at 7-7 seven and seven. that's not a shoe-in for the postseason. Maybe I want to go to someone who's got 8, 9, 10, or 11 wins that's much more likely, if not, if not already clinched, to go to the playoffs. But he was released nearly three weeks ago. No one has signed him since. So beggars can't be choosers if I'm Zach Ertz. And if I'm Denver, like I just said, this offense needs a boost. They are sitting here at 7-7. Seven and seven. They need to win out to make the playoffs. But they have three... Really easy games coming up. Like, before you even go look at their schedule, their toughest opponent is the Raiders. If that's the peak, it's not a very big mountain range. We're talking about mountains on a West Coast or East Coast state. Like, we're talking about the highest hills in Rhode Island. That's how tough it is for Denver moving forward. They have to summit the tallest mountain in Rhode Island. It's probably a Burger King. Some two-level story bounce. So, if you're sitting there at 7-7... Seven and seven, and you've got games against the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Raiders coming up. It is right in front of you. Go win those three games, and you are very much likely going to be a playoff team. And Zach Ertz can help your offense get over this three-game hump. 
So let me know. Should the Broncos sign Zach Ertz? We're going to talk about one more guy in just a second, but chime in for me in the comments section, yes or no, whether or not you think Denver should go out, pick up the phone, and bring in Zach Ertz for the next three, maybe four, maybe five, maybe six, I don't know, games in the 2023 season. Now next up on the show, we're going to talk about the mystery man himself, Justin Houston, of course, a familiar name, a familiar face for Broncos country after all of his time down in KC. But before we get to Justin Houston, I do want to share some awesome news with you guys, which is our sponsor, Prize Picks, has a really cool deal that they are doing throughout the holiday season. So Prize Picks, if you don't know, is the best daily fantasy sports service, in my opinion, out there. The way prize picks works is you select more or less on player stat projections. And depending on how many players you select, you can win up to 25 times your money. So for Sunday's games, here's who I am rolling with. I'm taking the more on Josh Allen. Now prize picks is doing demons and goblins. Goblins have lower stat projections, not as big or lucrative as a payout, but much easier to successfully get to. However, demons have higher stat projections, but a bigger payout. So I'm taking the goblin on Josh Allen at 199.5 passing yards against the Chargers defense that just let Aiden O'Connell and that Raiders team put up 60-plus points. I like the more on Gabriel Davis for the Bills at 24.5 receiving yards. And then I like the more on Raheem Mostert, 57.5 rushing yards against the Dallas defense that let James Cook do what to them? And then finally, I'm sick and tired of Tony Pollard's BS. He has been riding my bench all the way to the fantasy football playoffs. So I'm taking the less on his rushing yards, 53 and a half. Now go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first-time deposit match up to $100. That link is in the comments and description of today's video. Let's talk about four-time Pro Bowler Justin Houston. He was released by the Carolina Panthers today, so he could potentially go out and sign with the contender after having a pretty disappointing half a year in Carolina. He has been on IR since November 4th with a hamstring injury. It's just not a good time to be a veteran in Carolina when maybe you could go out and chase a ring elsewhere in your final NFL season. Now, if he is claimed on waivers, his salary for the rest of the year is really cheap, $194,000. So we can almost group fund this thing if we really wanted to get Justin Houston paid in Denver. But they've got the richest owners in the Walton Penner group, so money is not an issue for the Broncos. But Justin Houston had a really good 2022 season with the Baltimore Ravens, nine and a half sacks. But this year, he went over to play with Frank Reich, and he's got half a sack to show for after lining up opposite of Brian Burns for seven games. So it really has not worked out for the longtime NFL vet. Of course, four-time Pro Bowler with the Chiefs nearly a decade ago. All-pro guy, had 22 sacks one year. We saw first half, firsthand just how dominant Justin Houston can be, but that was also when Obama was president. So it's been a little bit since Houston was really good. However, I'm looking at Denver's linebacker room here, and it's good on top. But on bottom, like the op, you know, just not very good depth, okay? Nick Benito, who missed week 15, was sorely missed because Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning are two really good young up-and-coming edge rushers. But at that spot, you need to have a rotation, right? You need depth. 
there are not many Max Crosby or Miles Garrett's of the world that can play 80 to 90 percent of snaps. So when you don't have a guy that can go out there and play that much, that much, uh, that many snaps, that high volume of a snap count, you need to have a deep rotation at edge rusher, which is where Justin Houston could step in and help the Broncos because. Right now, Nick Benito, Zach Allen, Baron Browning, Jonathan Cooper, they've all been doing a really good, solid job. But I kind of go back to what I said about Adam Trotman. Like, good, solid, maybe even I'll go as high as, say, above average. But none of these guys have been elite edge rushers. I think we can all agree. Like, none of these guys have put up Pro Bowl types of numbers this season. Zach Allen has been really good down the stretch lately. Nick Benito had a really nice start to the year, but he's kind of cooled off the last few weeks. Similar for Baron Browning and Jonathan Cooper. Again, I like these guys. I think they're good players. I think some of them are above average players, but none of these players are must-see TV at the edge rusher spot. And adding Justin Houston, especially when you got Nick Benito, who missed week 15 with a knee injury, I'm not too optimistic on him being able to return super-duper soon. Don't be blown away if he misses week 16 against the Patriots. And once again, we go back to this. At 7-7, seven and seven, it is desperation mode. Like, there is no time to waste. You cannot afford a loss. I do not believe 9-8 and eight for the Broncos gets them into the big dance. So if you need to win out and you are missing one of your three edge rushers for any of these three games, and Justin Houston is on the street for $197,000, yeah, maybe that is worth adding to your roster. So let me know. Who would you rather add right now, Zach Ertz or Justin Houston? I'm going to give you my pick in just a moment, but I do want to hear from our audience right now. So let me know down in the comment section who you would rather have. You guys, I would rather go with Zach Ertz. I mean, Denver's defense, I wouldn't say has been fluky or streaky. It has been really good minus the Lions game for the second half of the year. But the offense, it has been the worst kept secret. They don't have big plays. They don't have that big it factor over the middle of the field. Half of the offense is effort. Cortland Sutton is in the end zone somewhere. Throw it to him. And when you need to go three and out, maybe helping the lesser side of the two areas of your off, of your team, offense and defense, maybe helping the offense out would ensure more success over this three-game stretch here for the Broncos. That's going to do it for us on today's show. Make sure to subscribe, by the way. I'm always kind of bad about this, but... If you subscribe, we get more content. We get more studio space. You guys get more content. So help us continue to grow as a channel and hit that sub button down below.